This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello, and welcome to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is such a pleasure to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? Tell me about your life. My life is good. Things are great. Um, How's that uh, post-engagement glow? Do you feel it? I, f- I feel it. It's starting to, you know, like, like all things in life, it, it's very exciting. And then life goes back to normal. Things go on. Um, the thing that they don't really tell you about getting engaged is all the stressful shit that comes after in terms of like, now you got to like plan a whole event. So, Um, I mean, the planning starts immediately. That's what I don't understand. Like to me, I would think you get like the engagement and then it's like, okay, we'll take a week, whatever, you know, like this is, (laughs) yeah, I would love to, I like, I want to do that and I don't want to do that. It's a very weird feeling because part of you is like, oh, let's like enjoy this moment. And part of you is like, well, got to nail down like the date and the time and like the, um, the thing. And then like, I got to time this wedding so that I, I do it early enough that I can still have children and I'm not too old. Like you got like your mind spirals. Like it's, I, it's, I hate it. I'm, I'm telling like the audience here, like, I don't, I think it's a terrible quality in me and other people who have it, but like, I cannot stop thinking about like three years down the line, which is, I think probably what makes men so irritated, which I get. I mean, we're going to, this is the, we are right into the opening topic of today's right. podcast because I can feel what myself you're say- being annoying already. <laughs> what, what you're saying is shivers are going down my spine. Like you're you. It's like, you know, when they teach you how to drive and they tell you, look, uh, two cars in front of you or whatever they say, they, they yeah. say, don't look directly in front of you. I think every guy drives looking like beneath the directly. car and, and women are looking at like seven miles down the road. And it's right. got to be the, the answer is somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think there's like a, a healthy dose of both is good. But like, I think that's almost the biggest tension of like dating or like the pro like any I feel like after you have have kids, that must be like the weirdest time to be with a person because there's nothing like once you're done having well, kids, it's kind of like now it's just like our life. Well, I did like, read. I, I did. <laughs> That's a very what you just said is like actually very like profound because <laughs> it is very applicable to our generation and below. Like, you know, the so um, I did read somewhere that like and I don't mean to bring up bad things for anyone listening, but that postpartum depression is like higher than it was years ago. I read this like, you know, you, you find these articles and. There's a part of me that understands that considering like the glow, like you put up the engagement picture. You have two days of you are a celebrity in your own circle. Right. And then all of a sudden, three days later, we're on to the next engagement. Who's the next bride? Or And then also you're on to plan the fucking wedding. Three years, you better have a baby going. Like right. it, it is like I. And so when you have a baby, like like there's nothing but events 
and nothing but events that get likes. And then you get that first baby and then it's like, okay, the likes are gone. The right. dopamine drip is what over. What do you get, the first birthday? No one cares about that. And, <laughs> and every birthday after, they care less and less. Well, here's the thing. Every birthday after, it, the weird thing about becoming an adult, I think, is like after the wedding and, the, and you have the first kids, then it's like not about you anymore. No, it, it, yeah, you're, like you're your not the star is, of the show. Right, you, the star you are, of the show is the kid who's going to be going through the, it's like a vicious cycle. Then they, you know, you know they're going to get older and have their first word and like nothing is, there's no, there's no more milestones for you anymore, really. Well, well, it's kind of like why I love doing this podcast and hearing from people is like, you know, I think that sometimes and I'm like, man, I am fucked up. And then I hear you say it, and I'm like, okay, at least two of us. If both of us are thinking this a little bit, then it's got to be a thought that's going on everywhere. Like, I, I, I see it with, like, I mean, this is going to sound, I'm, this isn't a baby, but I see it with, like, good Instagram posts. That if yeah. I have a post that does really well, and then I'm like, okay, I got to do the next one, and then that one doesn't give me the drip that the other one gave me, I'm like, man, I've really fucked up. Right. It's like we're chasing this high of like this thing of like and then it's kind of, I mean, not to get almost like more meta than this already meta conversation. But then it's like, is this all life is just like just a series of <laughs> like a series of like of like milestone Instagram posts that you get attention for and then it wanes down and then it's life and then it goes up and then like it just kind of like I mean, not to get depressing, but like I mean, there's a sense of like what? What's it all for? What's the point? Well, well you know what it's all for? For people to share this podcast. This is a perfect moment to let people know how much we need you to share this. This is our happiness is truly connected to the success of this podcast. And um, not to backtrack a little because I want to talk more about this, but the Sunday special episodes, the response has been... Pretty amazing. I, I don't know if a podcast should be 30 minutes and below, and that's why it's doing so well, or if we're just hitting... I, I think it's nice that we're like we're, we're finding topic. subjects that... Th- yeah. What's that? I think it's people like also that there's like one topic and we're like getting into it. Yeah. Right away. There's none of this banter of us getting depressed about Instagram posts not doing well. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, so, but you know, listen... Some podcasts are for some people, some are for others. All we ask, share, share, share. Tell a friend, make it your Instagram story. We're on Spotify. So if you have a friend that's like, I'm not, I know what happens. You tell a friend, hey, I got this great podcast. And they go, I'm not a podcast person. And then they take out a torch and they try to ward you away. Listen, let them know. We're on Spotify. It's a very easy transition from the music you listen to, to us two talking about dating and relationships. Um, I, I, I do, but I, 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 I have to say, like, I do think about this stuff a lot where it's like, what, you know, it's these big events of dating and relationships and the first couple's picture. Like, this relates right. to everybody. This isn't just an engagement. This is the, when do we get the first couple's picture? The first, in the first Instagram story with your, with your significant other. Right. The first elbow in the, in the corner of the Instagram story for you. That was probably yeah. a big milestone. Huge milestone. And, and I, I think you get that response. You feel it. Um, it feels I think good. This, it feels good. This podcast is about uncomfortable conversations had comfortably. So I think the, kind of the one uh, most uncomfortable thing to kind of admit is that it does go through you. You can't avoid 
feeling badly when you see an ex with a new significant other. It's just the minute you see it, it goes through your eyes, into your body, out your anus, and you're like, oh, my God, I just shit out diarrhea. Right. And, 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 it's, and, and to admit that, you know, and you have your friends go, just look away. Don't, you know, just don't get mad. Oh, okay. Oh, I feel better now. Like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, I, I think know. it's I, all, I mean, it's all such a big part of, like, modern dating that I just, I wonder what that used to be for people who didn't have that. Just, like, well, seeing someone on the street or, like, what did, like, what was the version that our parents had of that, of, like. I think we taste everything more. Yeah. You know, I think, like, I think, like, it's, like. like in uh, your face here. Before, you would yeah, just have to, like. Sure, like, the highs are high and the lows are low. I think I think our families and our parents might have lived a more like medium lifestyle of like the the hot you know like on the the EKG chart it kind of went up and down up and down right. ours have spikes in it like you know you get you more information yeah m- more information and you don't know when it's gonna come all of a sudden you're scrolling Instagram and then someone you've touched genitals with just comes on the screen. <laughs> Like you can't no avoid one ever that. had to deal with that before, right? No, you deal with it at the yogurt shop, and you'd see them with their new right. family, and yeah, they were fat and old. And then you'd feel shitty for like a day, and then you would never see them again, and it would, you know. And yeah, you'd change your own baby, and everything would be back to normal. So, do you have anything going on before we get lo- going to the emails? Or anything going on? Well, on this note of bridal um, wedding life moments that are <laughs> inevitably pointless in the grand scheme of the universe. <laughs> Um, I will be hosting the Betches Brides podcast. So if you guys are interested in wow. any of the logistical stuff that I'm, that I'm going through, the logistical nightmares of planning a wedding in, in the midst of uh, COVID-19, so, uh, head on over to Betches Brides starting this September. So there's, there's a Betches Brides podcast. I, I haven't listened, I'm not, but I would say I'm sure that audience is easygoing and they... <laughs> are very uh, level-headed Relaxed. about the whole process and not judgy at all. So and I'm excited for you and your new venture. What is, how does the Betches Brides podcast go? What, what, what's kind of like the, the structure of it, if you don't mind me well, asking? I'm, because for people here, they're already podcast listeners. They're probably looking for more. What, how, what, would, what would they well, get? Well, a lot of it is um, like actually like – I mean, this, this podcast is like – is not is more like psychology, I would say, or like you know dating trends and things like that. the The brides podcast is some of it is like we're wedding planning, so like literally like how do I go about picking a florist or like um, you know finding a wedding band or planning something in in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, and then but the other part of it that I think is also really interesting is just the psychology of going through all these these things and like becoming getting ready to actually get married, which is like one of the biggest things that you're ever going to do in your life. And I look forward to like sort of exploring like the psychology of that. And also just like the history behind a lot of these traditions that we have in weddings. That was something that even when looking at a ring, I was kind of like, where did this thing come from? Like what kind of crazy marketing scheme is this that like everyone has to buy a, like what a great diamond, whoever does the marketing for diamonds, diamonds are forever. Like, manages to make everyone think like you have to buy this expensive diamond in order to move on with your life which is like they did a great job where does this come from i'm the looking for look company exploring. is uh magical geniuses i it, it, to to add on to that adam ruins everything is a show that was on true tv and i think they're all on hulu now or netflix i'm not sure which but they do an episode on 
why you give a diamond ring. Adam Conover, who's a funny oh, comedian. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's called Adam Ruins Everything. And it's interesting because Adam Ruins Everything kind of has this reputation for like, it's called Adam Ruins Everything, but the that they're kind of like taking away like all the fun of it. Right. <laughs> no, like, and, and they do that. It's like with you're the, seeing how the meat is made. Exactly. I, I, yes. I love a hot dog. I don't want to know what's in the hot dog. So I, I, I think um, I, I would encourage, go listen to the podcast, but also that's a great episode where he talks about the the diamond ring and how oh, kind of how it came to be yeah i'm gonna check that out before i you know take a lot of that content and repurpose <laughs> it for betches brides well <laughs> i think i think also what podcasts do is you it gets you an opportunity to listen into two people speak honestly and right. there's a lot of dishonesty when it comes to weddings i mean it, it, and there's a lot of dishonesty that comes to dating and relationships but i would say the bride game it's under this, and I'm kind of like, just from having, living with my girlfriend, you kind of see that the layers to female relationships seemingly have, it's like a seven layer dip as opposed to just having some salsa. Like my there's relationships. A lot of like under, there's a lot of unspoken competitiveness among female friends as it pertains to life milestones that only get, I think, more intense as you get older because... Things. I mean, everyone starts off on the same like playing field, essentially. Yeah. And then I think that like when it comes to life moments, things get a little like not overtly competitive, but just like sub almost like subconsciously or like overtly competitive. And like it, it is a big part of female friendships as you get older. Well, I, 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 I've said it on this podcast and it's not fair, but it seems to be the reality to me that the person in the, with the ring is the winner and the person who's single is the loser. And, I, you know... When I'm sitting with a bunch of dudes, that's not the case at all. I've never sat with like my married buddy and been like, "Man, we're all looking up to him." Like, there's things in his but life. There's other that, things that that you guys totally. probably like have that we don't really have the pressure of either. So I assume like when you're at a group with a group of guys, the guy who's like you know making a shit ton of money and like owns his own company or is like you know killing it out there is like sitting next to the unemployed guy and like one of them feels like the loser and one of them feels like the winner. Yeah. I Imagine. mean, I, or we're all talking about the unemployed guy cause he couldn't afford to go out to brunch with us. You know? <laughs> like, so. yeah, there's no, I'm saying there's none of that really in the, that's kind of, I guess a, a nice thing in some ways in like the female community, there's no real sense of like, this person is like more worthy because they like have a better job. I don't really, it's, I don't really yeah. find that there's like a sense of that. At least not, not that I see. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't think that they were more worthy, but I'd be like, I, I know what you mean. Like, it's just like, that is thought of. What does that guy do? I, I mean, and that's fair and unfair, too. Like, it's unfair to women that no one says, like, hey, what do you do for work? They're like, where's the baby? Let me see it. You know, like, right. I, I, that's not, that's not <laughs> Let fair Let me see either. the ring. Let me yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, so I, I, that's very exciting. I'm excited for you. I think that'll be a great podcast. I think anyone who listens to this would love that show. Yeah, check it out. Um, and there, if you were like are curious, I'm not going to talk about any of that logistical stuff on this podcast because I just don't think that's what it's about. Um, but if you are interested in any of the stuff that, that I'm planning or like my thoughts around that, like listen to Brides, you'll get all of it there and hopefully you find it interesting. And I'm always open to feedback. So DM me if you have any thoughts on things that you would love to see more on there or things you would like to see less of. Um, very open to constructive criticism. Love it. Before we move on, let me mention one thing. I'm coming to Long Island for shows. I'm going to Long Island, Philly, um, 
Long Island and Philadelphia. So if you're out there and you want to come to a fun, uh, I think they're both outside. So socially distanced outdoor shows, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Also, I have a YouTube page that I'm trying my best. I'm, I'm, I'm pouring all of my money into the YouTube, and it's, it's doing very badly. So I want, <laughs> I want, if you're here and you're like, and you're not a YouTube person, you know, sign up for an account and then follow me and like subscribe to my page. I'm putting out videos Monday through Friday on YouTube. And those so, are free? Free, 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 free. Bring and I can't get anyone to watch. Yeah. So Check Monday through Friday, I'm putting stand up on there. I'm putting, you know, coronavirus uh, stand up clips. Of course, I'm not making fun of people dying, but I'm t- making fun of the the reality of the atmosphere. The corona culture. We, the corona culture. Exactly. Like anything I w- that we do, you know. So right. uh, YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. Also, Long Island and Philly, Jared Freed.com. But go ahead, please. Love Long Island. Around. That's my hometown. Where are you That's going right. to Long Island? It's uh, the brokerage. It's what a town? comedy club. In, uh, I don't know. In a, in a it's town all the that same has, to you, isn't it? Yeah. In a, in a town that has a lot of Italian delis. I don't know. That's great. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bolin Branch. Bolin Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are bowl and branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my bowl and branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from bowl and branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Belkinette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape, and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I think today's topic is important for 
anyone in any stage of relationship. But I want you to explain what you're uh, get into so it for us. I honestly, I, first of all, I want to say thank you to all the listeners. I've never felt like anyone in my life was as happy for me as like some of the messages and comments and like DMs that I got after this engagement. It felt almost, it felt really good and in some ways almost insulting to the fact that like some people like just didn't believe it would happen. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like when you lose weight and someone's like, Oh my God, you, look, you right? oh, it, it's like, okay, say the nice thing and move on. No, we never thought we thought you right. were going to die. I've oh been my waiting God. so yeah. many year, like, years for <laughs> no, but I don't know. It was really, it, it did feel really good that so many people like, I feel like honored to be like, um, that people are so invested in like my relationship and are so happy for me. And I felt really nice to get a lot of those messages and to have well, people who were supportive. I, let me add on to that. I forgot this is the first time we've taped since that aired. Yeah. So I haven't so had a chance to thank everyone. I, I, I have to say, I felt personally invested. I felt like a sibling. I felt like a family member got married. And I did have that moment where I was like, and I posted it. And I was like, oh, I, I feel a little weird like making this my Instagram story. Because no, I was like, I, don't, I, I was like, I felt so honored. I was very, uh, very happy for you and Mike. I think it's like, I, and I think also, like, if I could speak for the listeners a little bit, I think because I'm kind of with them where I'm like, you know, watching the progression. We've been here for the whole relationship. We've, right. we've heard you honestly speak. It's not we're not seeing your life in a series of Instagram captions. We're here. If you're a fan of this show, we're hearing your life in honest, um, sometimes not very, you know, like, uh you know, PR ready moments. And a lot of these people that are getting married, engaged, it feels very PR. It feels like the line goes straight up and up and up. And it's not like that. Right. And I think it that's, feels like I, I think people have, yeah. And I think people appreciated your honesty and your candor. And, and I, I think, um, also like the, you specifically, you want this to be the right thing. It doesn't feel like there was, you know, Mike and you feel very um, honestly a, a, a thought out relationship instead of just like, well, he's a guy that would. It, it doesn't feel like right. that. And I think sometimes when it, you see it on Instagram or you see it on social media or you have a friend that's just like you know, the first to get married and first to the finish line, you're like, well, you you sprinted the whole race. You didn't even enjoy the, the scenery right. or it seems like unfa- sometimes when it's too fast, you're like, this seems unfair. Like, what is like what is the you know, the the life hack that you did to sure. get here <laughs> yeah. but no i i mean i'm glad i'm i was so i was very happy that you posted too it felt like because i feel like again i started i think when we started this podcast i was like three or four months into dating yeah mike and i really did like you know work, hash out a lot of our like issues and things that we encountered and like bumps along the road with you and yeah. like got to hear almost his side through you articulated through someone who does this professionally um <laughs> and it was really helpful and i think that it, it has been a big part of i mean like I can't, you can't run a dating podcast next to the person you're dating and not, you know, have that be a part of your dating experience. I mean, I absolutely, I, I, I mean, today's email is going to be uh, fodder for discussion, but I, I, in my own relationship, but I, I, <laughs> I will say I, I could understand how I'm sure a lot of the DMS were like, I, I feel like I'm invested. I totally get where they're coming from. Cause I felt that way too. And, we're all so happy for you, Jordan. I got to say. Thank you so much. But um, it, the, the, I mean, that leads me to my next point, which is that 
it's funny because like after the episode came out, I got a lot of like, you know, thanks for sharing the story and happy. But a lot, the thing people really wanted me to elaborate on more or ask for more information on was the part where they were like, well, let's talk, let's go back to the point where to the part where where you said that he wasn't sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's let's get into that deeper because like I want to know sure. about that. And I think that is like we're talking about like the realities of like engagement and dating and like people people want to know that reality because it's so rarely spoken about after the fact because after you know after the after something works out like we kind of like to pretend like we always knew it was going to work out or we always knew Monday, it was going to be Monday morning quarterback. Right. Yeah. Um, which is not the case. So I think that's what really people felt like resonated with them. So I'd like to like get a little bit more into that. And like I this this girl DM me, I asked her if we could share it on the on the podcast and sort of she said it was great. She wanted to hear your take on it too. Let's um, let's do it. I, I've gotten a few like this, so I thought it'd be a great thing to sort of get into. Let's do it. So she wrote, Hey Jordan, I love the You Up podcast and I actually have a question for you about the episode where you talked about your engagement. I wanted to first thank you for being so honest about your process of getting engaged and talking to Mike about getting married. I love normalizing that it's not always this fairy tale. Recently, I've been having conversations with my boyfriend of two years about marriage down the road. He said, almost similar to Mike, just expressing his unsureness of getting married. I wanted to know how you handled that when Mike said that he was at first unsure. I love my boyfriend, but I wanted, but I want to get married. Not right away as we are 26 and 27, but... For sure, no, it's something I want. And I don't know if it's something you think some guys just get super nervous about or if this is a deal breaker and I need to move on. His reasoning is is that it's just so expensive and having that big step scares him mainly because he just uh, he just doesn't want to change his lifestyle as it is right now. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, that is a great question. It's a great question. It, it, it may... It's... I read this before, and I want to make sure that people who are listening, if you're single, if you're sitting there in a bunch of three-monthers and you're like, this doesn't relate to me, I would say it does. It, it, this relates to you completely. Every guy who has said, I'm not ready for a relationship, is saying that for the same reason that this guy in the in the dm said i'm i you know he said he's similar he's unsure of getting married and it's the same reason mike said he was unsure at the time like it all right. kind of relates to me if you don't think it relates you're out of your fucking mind is what i'm saying well i'd love to hear the the male sort of take on it coming from like i mean like i can tell you how we dealt with it and how well tell me how you dealt with it because i i too was impressed but also like shocked at the honesty of like the way you said that Mike said that to you where he's like I'm not sure yet like that had to have been very difficult for him to say because he's living with you he loves you he mm -hmm. he's he and and it's not about you I would well, assume it's not about me but there was there was a thing I mean, it was sort of about, it was about me and it wasn't about me because there is a sense, like, I think the, the hardest thing to hear, which was the honest truth from him, was that, like, yeah, you, he doesn't know if there's a better match out there for him than me. Like, I don't, honestly, like, I don't know that either. I think as a woman, like, I'm sort of, like, trained to, like, not think about that as much or not care about it that as much or maybe it's just, like, a mm -hmm. more of a, like, you know, pairing like biological thing but that's not but I, I mean after he said that that was something I thought about too it's kind of like but 
the way I dealt with that, I mean, I spoke to my therapist about that. It's funny because I kind of wanted to talk about it on the podcast then, but it didn't really seem I want I didn't I wanted to wait until I worked through that to really bring sure. it here. Um, and I remember talking to my therapist and I was like, yeah, it's like kind of insulting. He was like, he doesn't know if there's a better match out there for him. And what my therapist said was like, yeah, like that would be an insulting thing to hear on the day he proposes. Like, I think that would be like a pretty bad thing to, <laughs> to say as he's pulling out the ring. He's um, on one knee. He's like, <laughs> I just want to let you know that. I'm not really sure. But th- yeah, this will do for now. We'll see. Right. <laughs> um, but what he said is like, I think that that's like, like Mike is a rational, normal guy. And like what he's saying yeah. is like an accurate thing. Like you could, you could be with the guy who's like, I am obsessed with you and I know there will never be a better person out there for me than you. And like, um, and you're the best thing that's ever happened. And you're amazing and incredible. And like all this sure. stuff, which, which might be true, but it's not the whole story. And he's like, he's like, I don't, he's, he said, I don't really think that you would enjoy being with someone who looked at life. So like, enthusiastic without any sort of sense of like no cynicism like the right looking at the reality or the realism of what's going of like what's what's true because what is true is that we don't we haven't met everyone in the world and that every there could be a better match for every single person out there who is happy um and that's like that's just the truth of life that's like that's that's an accurate statement and so and i thought it was brave of him to actually say that to me in some ways because i think that's a real rational fear um and I've had that before. I mean, I'm sure we've all had like fights with someone or, or, or arguments or, or disagreements about like big things or blowout fights where we're kind of like, could I find someone who's different or better for me in this way that I'm fighting with this person? Also, there's the idea, and I've talked about this with like, you know, male friends. I've talked about this with friends who've gotten divorced and then remarried. They're like, you know, they have a baseline to compare it to, you know, like I, I, and I don't know why a lot of men think this way, but like, you know, Jess and I get in fights and I go, is this like a real fight or is this working? Is this us communicating? You know, like, am I, am I arguing with someone that I'll never get on the same page with about this subject? Or am I like, am I working on this with someone that I am generally not you know maybe this is unworkable is this too fundamental of a of a di- of a difference it, between us or is exactly. this something that could be small and and you don't have a baseline to compare it with like I, I you know for a guy that's been divorced they can go well in the last relationship we used to discuss things like this and, and this is how it went and it sucked and it was awful and and now it's like we get in arguments but it's it's so much more constructive i'm like yeah i don't have the other person like you know like i right. i dated a lot of people you know, for and had, you know, good relationships, but I don't think I ever had what I have now to, to like compare it to as far as like, are we working towards better or are we just, you know, and then working alongside each other and, and just screaming our points and then getting over it, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, it, it's, I also think, and to this email, the things he says, I relate to completely. Like the, I, I, the idea of like expensive, when he says it's expensive, he's not saying that a wedding's expensive. He's saying that every, th- that, the, that this starts the spending phase of life. 
Yeah. You know, like 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 the idea that like it's you know when very you're, real to me in the past. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like yeah. it's not just the wedding. It's when's the baby. You know, every question precedes the next one. Like when's the baby? When when's the wedding? Okay. When's the baby? When's the second baby? When are you moving to the house? When are you gonna? You know, like I, I the hits keep on coming, and I and I I'll I'll never understand why women don't think of this as much or don't seem to be afraid of this as much. But I, 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 but part of it has to be that also men aren't presented with like, you see a lot of men that are either like crushed by marriage or they're doing okay. <laughs> like you don't see a lot of men flourishing. You right. know, like they don't go and lose a bunch of weight and start start looking good while they get married. All your married friends, they start to fucking lose it. And and it's in everything. You know, they 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 you don't think I'm, they're happier at all. I'm not saying I don't think they're happier, but they're not exactly voicing that to you. Well, when they you, have more stress, I, you're saying. Well, I I'm I, I'm I'm a little bit rambly here because there's so much that I like I get so many feet cuz like you have First of all, as a single guy, every older guy is is somehow telling you how great their single life was. They're all like going on and on. Oh, man, you'll understand one day they make the oh, no blow jobs when you're married. Like that's even like a like a like a a, a surface level thing. But then it's like right. every married guy I've ever met turns in like and I do. I've done this joke on stage before where they like turn into like the old man in the gas station before the mountain where everyone's going to get killed they're like you don't want to go up there like <laughs> none of them are like like ah it's the best you're gonna love it you're gonna be and you're gonna have these two kids i text with friends all the time with kids with and i'm not i i, I hope i'm not pointing out anyone specifically i i i'm thinking of them all kind of generally right now but i'm i'm saying like where like they're like oh and I'm hearing it now because of Corona where they're stuck in the house and they're like ah we're going to the beach but I'm going with my two fucking kids and they won't shut the fuck up and right <laughs> it's like well maybe and, they're also saying that because like you don't want to hear like and little like little John did had like the cutest said the cutest thing at lunch today like you're not exactly the audience for like I, the positive. That- but I do get Things the positive. About the kids. I, I, I do get. I, I am on the group chat where it's so and so was born today, and and I get sent the picture, mm-hmm. and I and I do get the 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 nice things. I don't talk about them because they're just not as funny. But I, <laughs> I I I I I don't know. It's it, it it's like there is an element of like for this guy where she's like I you know you're die and also divorced men aren't the most fun people to look at divorce men mm-hmm. are like fucking ruined. And, and you don't hear about like, <laughs> you know, like, like they've like lost all their money They They've lost their mind. Seemingly they're dressing like they're 15 when they're 80. Like I, 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 I the idea of being a divorced guy is a very scary idea to me. Right. And Jess just yelled, you would be fucked. See, people just yell at, at, <laughs> at men. Take you for everything that you've got. You got nothing left. And it's like, listen, I, I and I, I see this in my own small way where it's like I was living in Harlem in my apartment that I could afford. I felt like I had a handle on it. I'd done the math. Uh, you know, I had a mortgage. I'm like, I'm, uh, a, I'm, I'm an adult who had everything in order. And then... I get in a relationship and I'm very happy and 
and you know, Jess is like, hey, I, I think we should move in together downtown. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, now it's like, okay, well now for someone I love, um, this is the consideration I'm making. And I agree with her. I was like, I'm so happy. Like the apartment we have now is great, but there's costs that come with that. There's, 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 it's, it's, it's not like I was like, Going into like, oh, whoa, give me a, you know, like it, it didn't be, right. it, it wasn't all fun and games. And, and I think like, I think a lot of like, you know, the dating game it, from this podcast, a lot of women are like horrified by the dating game. They're horrified by the amount of men who come at them just to fuck or just to do this. And it's like, yeah, for those guys, like that doesn't take any real mental like work that doesn't take any responsibility that doesn't and and i know but that's there's no sad growth some there either though like the guys who are doing that forever are like in the same place maybe to a little richer, totally and when like i was they're not, not what, their life is what, the same well and that's great that's a lot more simple and listen i've never had the thoughts of like like the other day jess said to me she's like do you want to be an old dad and i'm like why'd you gonna put that in my fucking head like I don't get, I wasn't even <laughs> oh, thinking that's a that good the other one. day. I'm gonna use that on. Yeah, my- it was a real good side door <laughs> karate move into what are you fucking doing? You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. I just have never had those moments like I, I and, until recently of like, man, thir- like what you said where it's like three years ahead where I'm like 35 well, if we're not married by 37, 
Now I'm 40 with a one-year-old. And it's like she's even yelling, that's seven. Like, I, right. I, like that math never really occurred to me as far as like life was concerned. And so I think like, and, and, and this also both of these sides of the argument have to do with like biological clock. When you have one and the other guy doesn't, he can fucking sit around and go, uh, maybe I can start the clock later. Right. It's harder for us to do in that way, even when it doesn't really even make any sense. Like for me, mm. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm 30 now. Um, if I don't, you know, if I, if the pandemic, if I don't get married until like for another like two years, me 32 and then like. I'm just going to have to baby right after I have a wedding and then like I'll have, you know what I mean? Like then just to make sure that if I want to space them that I can have three before I'm 40 and like whatever. It's like all oh, this whole like thing, this whole like ringing in the back of your head almost. It's like a tick. But, n- but and I don't, of- it doesn't even make any logical sense. It doesn't yeah. really make any sense because I am pretty young. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. still something that like you just kind of feel in the back of your head. Well, d- when you say like baby, don't you ever like, isn't there a thought in your head of like, how much colleges? <laughs> like, like, do you ever have that thought? No, that's like baby? eighteen plus years from now. You got to start saving I'll now figure, for that. So like, like, I'll, I'll figure, figure it out. out. Love yeah. will conquer all. Like, I, 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 we'll figure I, it out. I mean, people figure it out. People like people far worse off than the two of us have figured well, it out. Well, here's 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 the, the the reality of that is, let's say you're you got a fourteen year old kid and Mike says. Well, I can't. Uh, we haven't really thought of college, and I don't think I can afford that. The idea of you looking at him going, "What are you, some fucking loser? You can't even afford your kid's college," like that doesn't happen the other way. That fight doesn't happen the other way. Like the idea of me being like, "Well, Jess couldn't fucking afford college. She wasn't saving at all. What a fucking loser! I'm ending it with her." Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the connection I guess, of like I feel like you talked about that like a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, again, but the right. the connection of like being a provider and your worth, right? Like, like I guess is, I guess it's very male. It, 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 it's a, it, not to say it isn't female. Not to say that the world isn't going that way. But I'm saying if you're brought up that way. I don't think this guy in this email, to bring it back to this email, I'm not him. I'm just saying, when you say it's just so expensive, he's not talking about a wedding. He, he's saying right. life is expensive, and if I can't afford it, I am a loser. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's not ready, but like I'm saying, like to give it to get down to, I guess, her practical advice question is like, is this something that she should be concerned about, or is this something that like you know um, she should like is a normal thing and like to me i mean like for me it kind of like it it felt concerning at the moment but i think that like the longer we were together especially almost like being together in covid and just being like it's just the two of us for so long and we got along really well i think it um i think it's also sort of coming to terms with the realization if it's about the like unsureness of like the relationship or about being ready i think there's a realization of like yeah you're never going to be fully ready you're never going to be like you're never there's gonna there's never going to be a moment where you're like okay i have everything in a row so i can now take this step or like i'm going to be a hundred percent positive that there's no one else in the world that could possibly be a better match for me like a little bit of all of life is like a little bit of a crapshoot well well i guess i guess kind of you you said two things just now like 
it would concern me if the person was like, I just don't know if there's another one out there versus I don't know if I'm ready for life to start for me. Right. You know, like I, I kind of think those are two different things. Like, yes, there's always another ship coming down the line. Like, like to say like, like the realization of, of being in a relationship is yes, you're going to find other women attractive. Yes. You're going to, you're going to look across the aisle. Yes. You're going to look at someone else. And, and, but, but your love for someone is so much that you're, you know, excited about them every time you see them walk through the door. Like they're, they're, they're both can be true. Um, I, I think for this to the reason I get on his reasoning is it's just so expensive. Like, you know, I would be a, you know, that could be an excuse. And I hate the word excuse when it's used in relationships. That could be an excuse to buy himself time for like, how do I get out of this thing? Or it could be the truth. <laughs> you know, like I, 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 and I, yeah, I don't know. I like the, the idea of like, am I wasting my time? Did you feel like you were wasting your time when you got that answer? Or did you feel like, well, you could- I did feel it. I mean, I did feel like, okay, like, I, I appreciate the honesty. And like, in some ways, I think when we were talking about marriage, it was, he was almost like more romantic about it. Like in that mm-hmm. way of like, you know, like, would, would I do I think it's possible that I could find like, perfect person for me or also like I think the different ways that we viewed marriage like I think for me and something that he helped me sort of think about marriage differently is that he was kind of like yeah like you you have kids together you like go through life together and then those kids move out and like I we want to make sure we're with people that like we can see ourselves with beyond the kids and for me it was kind of like sure because my parents are been divorced so many times that for me it was kind of like yeah let's you know we'll get married we'll have kids and then like we'll see what happens (laughs) <laughs> and like <laughs> so it's funny like i guess the difference yeah. like we look at it that way he's like more romantic than me because he was thinking like 40 50 years down the line and i was thinking like you know we'll we'll get we'll do it because like yeah we're here and like we'll see yeah. what happens because like I, I mean in my i mean in some ways like i'm more of the realist in that way because i was kind of like there's no way that we could like there's nothing that we could possibly do to ensure that we'll know we'll be together forever like we like we can't there's no way to guarantee that but like but i, I think I, what I, he made me do is think about <laughs> it like aside from like those life moments or checking off those milestones like you said like and think about like where we'll be even further down the road and like our compatibility like in that way which i do think is like is there um and yeah, like, I, I you know go ahead i'm sorry about that um no it's just i think it's just funny like the way the different ways that we were like envisioning our futures um, and so, sort of reflective of like our past and like the way that we grew up and the way that our parents were married. Totally. And, and also, you know, his parents are still together. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I see eye to eye with his view on things. Um, and it might be a parents divorced parents, not together thing. Cause I guess what you're saying is like, we got to get this, we got to get this life going before the clock runs out. Right. And he's yeah. like, no, we've got to like think about the whole picture. Yeah. Cause I'm watching the yeah. picture and like, I, you know, I watch my parents all the time. They're still together and I watch them and I'm like, I can't believe this is still working. I can't <laughs> believe, you know, that they are, they do seem to truly enjoy each other's company, but also like they have arguments that I'm like, Oh, that, 
is that the end right there? You know, you don't, you know, like I, and, but I do see that like this version of their life is as much a goal as the family version of their life. Well, this is almost in some ways like, that's like the more real version. Like the tie it back to the very beginning of the episode. Like once you have the kids and the kids are grown up, like it's not about you anymore. And like your life isn't defined now by a series of like milestone events that you can sort of distract yourself with. It's kind of mm. like your parents, it's just the two of them, like till they're fucking dead. Hanging like, until the ground. Yeah. That's like a big, that's really like where the big deal comes in. Like there's no more distractions. There's not even kids that you're raising together. It's just like the two of you, just fucking around until you die. <laughs> and I say that to them every time I visit. Look at you two. <laughs> just fucking around until you die. <laughs> I mean, really, they'll yeah. have a grandkid that they'll see like, sure. a, you know, every now and then. But like the, at the end of the day, it's like that's all you've got, really. But even, but even my parents are so like out of it. Like I, I say things to them. I... I guess all of us, like it, it kind of truly shows that like everyone's fucked up. Like, like the worth, like, you know, we're thinking of certain parts of our lives and then they're like, like my parents are still like in that zone where like my brother and I are like 17 and 16 or 17 and 13 and just like hanging. And they're like, they can't believe that like life is moving. Like the amount of times that my mom goes, Oh, you're 35. Oh, I can't believe I have a 35. Year She'll say, it's not even about me. She'll go, I can't believe I have a 35 year old son. Right, it's about her. And it's like, it's the yeah, only yeah. way she's, she's marking her own life. Yeah. It's through you. It's through me. And it's like, you know, even like moving in with Jess, she's like, you're gonna, you're gonna move in. Like, I'm like, what do right, you, like you were 14 or something. Yeah. Like, as if, yeah, I, I was like, why is this? I was like, maybe this is why I have some issues with like, moving towards like the 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 pang of her screaming at me is just right. yeah i don't know. i i to the to this woman uh, well to this woman also just to wrap this up also just a thought that i i forgot to say before is like in terms of should i move on i did give myself like my own timeline in my how head. much time did you give yourself um like a year after we moved in to like not necessarily to have it done but to just be in agreement that that's where we were going yeah, because I think and I again, it wasn't like even something I really vocalized, but I was just kind of like, I get that this is something that like takes this idea of marriage is something that takes a little getting used to. Mm -hmm. um, I get that the person like is caught that this person's very logical and cautious and has seen friends get divorced and live with people that they like didn't wind up being with. So I'm fine. But like I in my life, I would like to, I know that I want to marry you. And if you are not sure that you want to marry me after a year of living with me, then like, so then we're on different pages. And by the I, time, I mean, by the time it was a year, like we were on the same page. So yeah. it worked out. But if it didn't, I was like in my head, I had to be prepared to like, if he's still like unsure about this after being together two and a half years, like mm -hmm. I'm going to need to what, move on. What's, what's left to even be sure about at that point. Now, now right. we're not sure if we want the same thing. It's not about, and I, I would say to this person, like I, I, I try and I think the best advice I can give to her is to try to not take it so personally. And I know it feels very personal, but like when I hear the reasons she gives in her message, I'm like, yeah, these are normal things also i wanted to know before we move on to awkward sex because we've we i mean this has been a whole episode this could be the, it could be this, its own episode its yeah. own episode on its own um 
Do you ever get from women that they're from their women whose relationships didn't work out or from hearing from other people like something you hear about as a guy a lot, not just a little is, yeah, after she had the baby, totally different person or after she got married, totally different person. You hear that a lot from guys that the women change that the women change. And I don't listen. You could say that's a massage. I I, I'm just saying this is what I'm hearing back from people. I kind of get it. There is like, I feel like a sense of like, I've got this locked. I can, I can like really let my hair down. <laughs> <laughs> not, not uh, that it wasn't like that before. I mean, the we were face you just like, made is, is horrifying to some men, but, no, but you hear this a lot. Like I, well, I, I get that's like what the, I love about it in some ways is it's like, not that I feel like I'm going to become this totally different person, but that I just feel so secure that I'm like, okay like this feels good this feels like safe this feels secure like like we're on the same page the best part about like the engagement glow is like we're like we're both agreed like we're doing this yeah i i (laughs) i guess like what is it safe to do like i i i hear these stories and i'm being somewhat vague uh but you hear the stories of like yeah like like I like it, all of a sudden it's just cool to be like uh, like uh, a monster like I you know like, like what are they doing I I'm you just hear about like two people that are living in the same house and be it just totally just don't get along on anything you hear the stories of like yeah that you know the the engagement I like you you know I I like to think I know what type of bride that Jess would be I kind of just from knowing you. I kind of have a feeling of what type of bride you would be, but <laughs> I could, I think that 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 personality exists within ten percent of what I think. When it goes to like a hundred percent different, like you have to go, what did I get into? Yeah, I mean that's like scary. I think that's maybe that's if you did it, maybe you made a mistake or got engaged a little too soon. I yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm giving. Like, I don't think th- I'm so different, but like there is like I almost feel like more relaxed. If anything, I just feel sure. like you've become I'm the less... chill bride. <laughs> well, not not even like chill, like as in a planning way, but just in a sense of like I have so much relationship anxiety that like mm. if this could, if this is a pill that relieves anxiety because by someone admitting to you in a very public, expensive way yeah. that they are like in it. <laughs> Like this has been very calming for me. <laughs> for sure. You know okay. I mean? Well, I guess it can go both ways. I guess, but I'm saying, as, if there's, I'm women not like going list- to the bathroom with the door open now. Sure, but like, sure. do you know what? I'm <laughs> you got any toilet paper? <laughs> uh, boy, Jordana, you've changed. Um, right. No, I, I, I'm just saying, for the women wondering, like, you know, like, there's a lot of like, what's to be afraid of? Oh, stop it! Stop it! Grow up! And it's like, you do hear from a lot of people. These are the things that men are absorbing is what I'm just saying. And then you do absorb a little bit like a little bit of like, so here's the story about this one. Like you get these stories a lot and I get them as the friend who's in the position who's generally, you know, there to listen, you know, like I get these stories and I'm like, so just know that if I'm hearing it, so is the guy you're dating. Yeah. And I think it's again, again, I think it's okay to like, I think the most important thing if someone's unsure is to just have a really honest conversation with them, not to judge them to like see where they're coming from. Because like, even in this case, I I think in my personal experience, it was like a little tough to hear. But at the end of the day, I was like, I'm glad that we're like talking about it and working it through. And like, you're not just like kind of like avoiding this conversation. You're like your fears, which are real and rational are okay to talk about. And I feel like 
that's the kind of relationship I want to have where we can discuss it. And like, it's scary. It's scary for me too. Like we work through it and look at him now. Happy as a clam. Happy as can be. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Let's do some awkward sex. You can send in your awkward sex to UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J&J. Love the podcast. I'll get right to the story. Recently, I was hooking up with a new guy I hadn't been seeing for very long. We started to have sex on my couch, and in the middle of it, he asked me what I wanted. I asked him to go down on me, and he hesitated, which was slightly annoying since I never hesitate to give a guy a blowjob. <laughs> well, I, I don't like hesitate. It's I think it's kind of odd to ask someone and then hesitate. Like That wasn't such a crazy request. Yeah, not a crazy request. He's like, well, what, would you like me, what do you want me to do? And it was like anything besides like, I want you to allow me to, to blow you. Like he's going to be yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> it seems like a pretty basic request if you're asking for some what someone wants in bed. Yeah, I, I think uh, he asked me what I wanted. Yeah, if you ask what she wanted, I I, I mean. It's <laughs> I want to blow you is the yeah. only acceptable answer. <laughs> But he ended up doing it for me. Well, he ended up, maybe she, okay. He ended up doing it. What, a begrudging uh, oral is really the worst type of oral. Agreed. That's really nothing anybody wants. As he was going down on me, he started to freak out and gag and said there was a hair in his throat. <laughs> he got up and ran to the sink and was still gagging and hacking up a lung as I was naked on the couch wondering what the fuck's happening. Uh, I've never had someone run away from my naked body while gagging, so it was a new experience for me that kind of made me upset, but I also tried not to laugh at him for being so dramatic. I told him the hair probably came from the couch and was pump pumped into me by his dick since my hair is, so, is, is long and hard to avoid getting everywhere. She didn't need to do that description, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that I told him, listen... The hair probably came from the couch, and you probably pumped it into me with your dick. 
Imagine my hair like, is pretty long, so it's hard to avoid getting it everywhere, including up my pussy. Ah! <laughs> like, like, like a little imagine less- you went to a restaurant and there was a hair in your food, <laughs> and the waitress was like, "I'm sorry, like, <laughs> you know, like my hair is just like so long that it's just everywhere, and it must have just been like like swirled into your soup." In yeah. a, uh, <laughs> Some things are no better need to left. speculate. Yeah, you can just say the hair. Like, I, I do understand from her perspective, she's like trying to make it so he doesn't believe that it's his, that it's her vagina hair. I have but the like, longest pubic hair. <laughs> I, I have one. I keep one pubic hair very long because it's my lucky pubic hair. Like, what it. <laughs> Like let's all like I understand what she's doing, but also let's trust that we're with adults, you know. Like, but I do also understand if you've had a hair in your throat, it is jarring. It is like I, if I have a hair in my throat, I do react like ah ah, like to, to try and get it out. Like it does hurt. Oh, I didn't even think about it hurting. I just feel like it's like feels like gross. It's just annoying. We haven't spoken much since we tried to continue to have sex, but it wasn't working, and things got really awkward. We haven't spoken much since, and I think I'll laugh more at this once I get over the fact that someone ran away from my naked body while gagging so hard. LOL. What do you call this? Sincerely, deep throat hair. So, what I, I do you think? What do you call it? First of all, I call it hair today, gone tomorrow. That's. I mean, <laughs> that is the winner. I. I don't think I can do better than that. I. I can't. Um, That I, 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 I don't know. I, I, the hacky hump. I, I don't know. I got nothing. That hair today, gone tomorrow. That's the, that's the name. It's the I, crux I, of the email. <laughs> sure. I, I, what do you think? Like, I, I'm more disgusted at the thought of how that they're on this like secondhand couch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he goes down her and there's just this couch full of hair and dust mites. Like, I, that, that's maybe we should be choosing better places to do oral yeah i mean i guess it is tough because you know your hair does get everywhere i agree she probably shouldn't have like it's just like one of those things that definitely would brew in the mood a little bit and but it's right it's funny like the idea of like of she's like he recoiled at my naked body and ran away (laughs) from me and like obviously it's not about that but i could still sort of envision taking that personally because like as w- I feel like as women, there's so much like invested in your sexuality or like how sexually appealing you are to men that even if it doesn't make any sense, you're like the idea sure. of like a man running away from you. You're like, I, I'm that's my thought. What's the polite, more polite way to do it? Like, it, I guess not running away, but like I've had to like cough while going down on women. And I'm always like this. I, this is not the right time to cough. Like just generally, right. like I, I like. I would imagine coughing next to a vagina feels weird from the other end, right? Yeah, I mean, imagine, I'm sure, like, given if you think about it the other way around, like, anything besides a woman kind of, like, looking like she's really into what she's doing if she's going down on you is probably <laughs> a little off-putting. It's like, if it's not like, oh, this is so much fun, which it's, like, not. Well, but- <laughs> some guys like the gag thing, some women kind of overperform the gag thing where they're like, ah, 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 and you're like, okay, I know what you're getting at. I understand there's another man that liked this performance. So you're doing it for me. 
but I, I like you know I you can yeah I, I'm pretty sure that these things happened in another person if I'm you know like but if I was next to like a vagina and I went <coughs> like that's kind of like the least sexual thing I could do right right I think the better move for him would just be like sorry I need a second I think there's something like in my mouth like to just say it calmly as opposed to like this like ah, run away ah! yeah. <laughs> well i think also like the what do they call this when you cough into your elbow like the the vampire the, the, the vampire, vampire sneeze i've done that during oral where like you're going down then like oh god i have to cough or sneeze and i like kind of remove myself from the v area and go into my elbow over here like into my elbow mm-hmm. and then come back and make a more definitive move. I think it's all about definitive moves. You can't be you can't be running away wildly, but you can't just be coughing all over the cock or the vagina. Right. You need some sort of like polite like do you have a tissue? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. I I but I've been in that situation where you're like I've been in a situation like where you just cough like kind of a phlegmy cough and you're like i can't do this here right yeah i mean it's 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 tough to maintain the like mood if there's literally something that's like really I, uncomfortable i will say though i don't think it ended because of this i Let agree me, i don't think that he was like oh you won't believe call this. me when you clean your couch <laughs> yeah yeah like oh that she had one giant hair up her vagina and i can't go back like i i don't think it's a i don't think this ended the love story Okay. You think it was something else? I've also had to burp during going down on a woman. Oh, and that's, that's interesting. That's really an upsetting mood breaker that you're trying not to show. So you do like the under the breath burp, but you then you're like, did she feel the, the air. burp? The <laughs> air? Was it a different, you know, like I've had that happen and it's like, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> That was just me blowing softly on your vagina. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, and, and it's like, what do you do? Do you run away and go like out in the background? Like, so you're trying, I understand the idea of like, it's, there, it's a win. You're losing for trying in any way. You're just not sure of what to do. So, right. But that, yeah, I agree. That wasn't the reason it ended based on earlier conversations. This episode, it was probably because he just didn't want to pay for your kid's college education. <laughs> UUP at Betches.com. <laughs> Let's play some games. Okay, red flag or deal breaker? Um, he or she drives like an asshole. And then they write, when you're dating in New York City, how would you ever know until you know? Which is a fair statement. Well, that's fair. This is one of those things. This is very sitcom where it cut, like, I didn't know. And then all of a sudden he's like, get off the road. You, you're a fucking asshole, you know, like you don't know. Or like they have road rage. Like, what does it mean drive like an asshole? Like you have road rage or is like you're just a bad driver? Well, I would think road rage, but then you meet people that are like, there's this brand of person that thinks everyone drives like an asshole. Okay. You know, like, so like, are you an asshole for thinking someone drives like an asshole? Like if this is like, there's a piece of me that thinks that if driving like an asshole is your concern, then you are an asshole while you drive. Right. Or you're like a, a very annoying backseat driver. Oh, there's Mike nothing is. worse. I mean, I, I have a thing with Jess where I can't trust her to 
do Google directions. That's what Mike says about me, but I don't think it's accurate. And like, I get blamed, I think, a lot for direction issues that are not my here's fault. The, here's the accuracy. <laughs> Jess is now upset. She's upset at me for bringing this up. But I'm saying, here's when I knew she couldn't be trusted. She, hold on. I knew because I go, you do the map. And then she goes right on Smith Street. Okay. And then she goes right on Smith Street. And then I go, okay. And I'm like left to look for Smith Street. You have the cartoon in front of you. You, I don't know Smith Street as much as you don't know Smith Street. So right. when the cartoon red line is coming up, I think it's coming up. It's coming up. It's like when you lifeguard at a pool. You tell kids not to run because running produces accidents. So you get ahead of it. A good direction giver is ahead of it and leading you into it. It's just like a good trainer at the gym. A good trainer is like, three, two, one, next move. You're not left to, next move. That's I, my I get that. I am the Jess in this situation because, like, in my mind, I'm kind of like, yeah, I said it was a mile away. No, like, no that's, that's not. A mile away. I'm, no, like, do no, I'm, I'm like, do you want me to do the fucking countdown? It's like yes. 0.9 miles. 0. I know. I want, I want, it's We're getting coming ready up. to turn. I want the next one, the next street. That's what I want. I want to be led to the directions. It has gotten so bad that I am risking our lives because putting I'd the, rather putting the phone on your fucking lap. Like I do is, the phone. I, it's yeah. insulting to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's better than the alternative. But he does the same thing. I think it's very rude. <laughs> the, if I found out someone drove like an asshole, I don't think I would break up with them. though. Okay. Would you? Um, it depends like how big of an asshole are they? Like, are they like getting out of their car at the light to like go yell at the person next to them? Like, that would that would imply a certain level of like anger management issues. That's a fair question. Let's say it's this: they don't get out of the car, but they will beep at people while at the red light, like to like show they're like, like you asshole. Eh, eh. I I think that might be a deal breaker. It would be like a little scary for me. Like you don't know if that person has like, a, like people say this all the time. Like you don't know that person has a gun. I don't know. Yeah. Like who you're who are you honking at? Like it would be like a little too much drama for me. And also like here's the thing, I'm usually the terrible driver that people are honking at. <laughs> so you're willing to give them I the would, benefit of the doubt. I would be like, and my dad, my dad's an asshole driver. Like he will do that kind of thing. Like he'll like drive up next to the person. I'm like dad like you're doing that like that person is me like i'm the person that like gets people like, well have like cut the person a little slack like some of us just aren't that good at driving like don't in, like scare them i i guess i'm with you you're changing my mind because in this scenario what would bother me the most is that a woman is hypothetically putting me in the position to fight for her right like you're with them you're in this car you're a team yeah like if i'm in that car and she's leaning on the horn. The guy gets out and goes, get the fuck out, douchebag. Your girlfriend keeps beeping at me. I go, yeah, she beeped at you. She can fight you. Right. She's like, I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Like, and now I'm the wuss who doesn't fight. You know, like, why didn't you protect me? And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, right. that would be. And then that also can lead itself to other issues, I feel like, with public. I'm just trying to, trying to generally avoid, like, public fights with strangers. So if the person's I'm into that, that's a bad sign for me. Absolutely. Let's do another one. Hey, okay. J&J, red flag deal breaker. He brings a bath towel to the pool. I live in a large apartment building in downtown Chicago with a pool. You know the scene. 
I keep seeing guys, at least in their upper 20s, bringing a plain gray or white shower towel down to the pool. Pretty positive the same one they wiped their balls with earlier this morning. Is this normal? Are men just that simple where they see no reason to have a separate towel for this? I can, I can answer this plainly. We don't see. No, men are very much need towel at pool. I have towel. Like it's not more. There's, right. You're not looking for your specific beach towel. Oh, but it would what be fine beach for towel me. will I bring to the pool? No, they're like, no. I need to dry off. It's very mechanical. There's no, there's no thought of a woman not dating them because they have, don't have a beach towel. Would you care if a woman didn't have a beach towel? No. I wouldn't even think twice. Yeah. I think I might like notice it, but I don't think I would really care at all. I feel like in the grand scheme of like available men who are like very desirable that's pretty low on my list like all else is great is how we play this game (laughs) i'm letting that slide (laughs) well here's the other thing let's say it's the opposite let's say you see a guy come down to the pool with his tote and his like a million different like suntan lotions and his beach hat (laughs) big floppy beach hat like what if he's like like it looks like coco chanel at the pool that's almost more of a turnoff right that's what i would think it didn't show like very high maintenance and like not really like particularly chill. Yeah. You want somewhere in between those two. Like they've want- got like a designated beach towel and like a little bit of sunscreen. Yes. Maybe. I don't not even that obviously that that into sunscreen, but like fine. Bro, bro, Chanel. <laughs> Let's do yeah, one more. Too, too much is bad, too. Um, okay. I, well, I, quick question on that line for you. What if a girl is wearing heels to the pool? Um, like big wedges, heels to the pool. I'm in. I think okay. like to me, she cares so much about how she looks at the pool that she has to be like looking for fun. Like it, it, it's it, it's a no pressure situation. You see that a lot in that Vegas. Girls, those girls and I'm like shocked. <laughs> Jess just yelled, "You're wrong." I I'm just saying <laughs> heels of the pool. You see that and you go. It's tacky, but you're not like, it's not like I'm like, how could I be in bed with such a woman? Like I'd be. Wait, they're definitely putting in a lot of effort. Sure. And when you put in a lot of effort like that, I would assume that it's, uh, it's all very surface level. And that would be, I'm okay with that for, (laughs) for a certain type of time when I'm in Vegas like that. Fair enough. Okay. (laughs) Last one. Red flag or deal breaker. He has an actual mugshot on his hinge profile under the prompt of my mugshot. True story. <laughs> this person, for the viewer, for the listeners at home, she sent a screenshot. The, the prompt is my mugshot. And this guy has like a actual jail mugshot that is like overlaid with like, I think like the name of the prison or something. Yeah. Or it says jailbase.com. <laughs> Here's the problem. He's pretty good looking. Like, you can't look at the... It's a not a bad picture of him. He looks, like, very smug. Yeah, he looks like he had a rough night. It looks like he had a few too many to drink. I mean, if someone's putting this on their dating profile, they're just screaming at you, I'm not ready for a relationship. Yeah. No one... They're not... They want the the profile to say as little... To stay as far (laughs) away from father of your children as possible. they're, They're saying, I... Yeah. 
I hope, you know, this guy is like, I'll meet you out. This guy is just everything that a lot of people are avoiding. But there's someone out there that might be like, I just need a fun time. He's probably a fun time. Even in that way, though, like, why would you meet a stranger from the Internet that's showing you yeah. that they've been in prison? <laughs> like, this is it's fair. like, show me your gun collection. And then where, <laughs> what time do you want to meet? Like, that is fair. I, I, I have to say that. But. It would be a deal breaker for me. But um, I assume that prompt is supposed to be like ironic or something. I guess. It, well, he's trying to say, like, ask me about this one. Like someone will ask him about that. Like I, if I was to advise a woman, I'd say stay away um, unless you want the most casual thing ever. To me, guy with mugshot and woman with heels at the pool are kind of looking for the same things. They're a perfect match. Yes. Some woman <laughs> at the pool with heels together. is going to... I mean, there are women who date serial killers who are on, like, death row. Yeah, so oh, yeah. There will I mean, be people who respond to that. Absolutely. Anyway, that's our episode. We did it again. Jordana, congratulations once again. Um, I'm happy we, we, we hashed it out. We had quite a conversation. I think people enjoy it. For sure. Um, this, was, this was a fun episode. Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back next week. Boom. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram. And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age. The ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG. What every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.